It's game day, and this is the home of Scottish football. It's Clyde One Super Scoreboard. Good afternoon and welcome to Clyde One Super Scoreboard as the League Cup takes centre stage. Rangers are already through after sweeping Dunfermline aside in a 6-0 hammering. We've got two all-premiership ties this afternoon in the form of Dundee v Motherwell and Livingston against St Mirren. There's four big games tomorrow including a quick rematch between Celtic and Hearts. I'm Gordon Duncan. Joining me this afternoon, Gordon DL, Alex Ray and Hugh Keevans. I don't know to what extent hammering Dunfermline 5-0 last night will compensate for going out of the Champions League Qualifiers to Malmo in midweek But Rangers are the first of the eight quarter-finalists into the hat And a cup has to be on Stephen Gerrard's agenda Because he hasn't won one since he got here three years ago As for today's ties, Livingston are pointless in the Premiership They'll be looking to get a lift against St Mirren Dundee United will obviously start on a high after beating Rangers in the league last weekend They'll think they can beat Air United, Dunnawater And... How much has that sixth goal going over from Celtic affected Dundee? Motherwell will test them for a hangover today. I'm trying a new thing this season, Gordon. Will I, uh, I make a mistake in the first yeah. line just to see if you pick up on it? Was, yes. of course, 5-0 yeah. uh, to Rangers last night. But we are underway in the, the League Cup this weekend, convincing for Rangers and some fascinating ties across the weekend. Yeah, I'm looking forward to the weekend, Gordon, especially starting today. Mall Club Air United uh, against Dundee United at Somerset. I think that'll be a real difficult tie I know that Dundee United are going down there A lot of confidence after last weekend Dundee Motherwell Another one uh, Who's right How will that uh, uh, drubbing at Celtic Park affect Dundee Livingston St Man, I think we'll get some good games And then tomorrow Obviously Celtic looking to revenge hearts From that opening day defeat at Tynecastle. Yeah I'm looking forward to going to League Cup uh, football this weekend mostly And then we have lower leagues League 1, League 2 uh, Good for Rangers to bounce back uh, In the manner what they did last night uh, it'll give them plenty of confidence But you know There's some good games today And tomorrow I'm really looking forward to it The start of the season Is brutal Hugh Keevans oh. Because The league will eventually Take care of itself It's 38 games It's a long old slog But as Celtic and Rangers Have found You can have Early European disappointments Which get people Very annoyed Before you're even out of August And here we are The League Cup as well Rangers of course a home tie against them Fairland They were always likely to win that one And they did convincingly But for all those other sides You don't really want to be crashing out of a cup On the 14th of August No, at one stage last night I really feared for them Fairland I thought it might be double figures But uh, it happens with teams Subconsciously the foot comes off the pedal When you're five up uh, And the Fairland got off lightly Because they were well and truly trounced uh, As I say, I don't know to what extent That makes up for what happened Midweek against Malmo But Rangers have to be interested in going for a cup Last season losing to St Mirren and to St Johnston in cup football That's not acceptable if you're Rangers uh, So they'll be going after this Premier Sports Cup uh, this season And as for today, you know, Air United struggling a little bit in the Championship I, I think Dundee United will have too much for them Dundee, Motherwell very interesting to see how they come back from that Dundee because it was going on 10 at Celtic Park and uh, Libby not a point yet in the league uh, but St Mirren I wouldn't be going to play St Mirren looking for any favours I think you're right Gordon about the timing you don't want to be put out of the cup especially if you've got off to a bad start in your first couple of games in the league or whatever it may be 
Um, the cup football Alec will tell you Fraser's on the programme He's played as well He'll tell you Cup football's brilliant It really is You look forward to it If you can get that result The excitement of who you get In the next round If you're a smaller team You're looking to maybe get The big the big guns If you're up there And you're a big team You're looking to get A small team to get through And you, it's all about Getting to finals Winning silverware So there's a lot of excitement yeah, there is a lot to look forward to this afternoon. We've got Air United, Dundee United, Dundee Motherwell, Livy St Mirren. We're going to look back on Rangers against Dunfermline. We're going to look ahead to the four big games tomorrow, including most of the sides that were in Europe during the week. Celtic against Hearts is always a standout fixture. And there'll be the usual fun of the fair on a Saturday, your teasers, your nonsense, your keeping up to speed. And we'll even get the English Premier League back if anything tickles our fancy from south of the border. So sit back and relax here till six o'clock and you will have your chance to have your say on the open line a bit later on. Let's go around the grounds, though. Three big games coming up in the League Cup at three o'clock. We'll start with the all-premiership tie at Dens Park, Dundee against Motherwell. And the man for the big occasion is Fraser Wishart. Afternoon, Gordon. You guys talking about the form of Dundee, but remember, both these teams reached this stage with good form in the group stages in July. Dundee maximum 12 points, top-tier group. And Mother won three of their four games to top theirs. But as you were saying, they're both a wee bit of dip in form in the last couple of weeks, both looking for their first win in the league, a defeat and a draw each in the first two games. Of course, Dundee have to bounce back from that 6-0 thrashing at Celtic Park last Sunday uh, after a draw against St Monday in Open Day. And the interesting thing will be, how does that drubbing affect the players' confidence? Mother got a decent draw at St Johnson last week, so they'll come in better fettle perhaps than Dundee. But an important game for both sides. Firstly, a win takes them into the quarter-final and Gondale talking there about the importance of cup competitions, how we love it as players. It's a good chance to win a trophy for players at teams like Motherwell and Dundee. And of course, in the quarter-finals, the draw is unseeded. So with a decent draw in that in the last eight, they can begin to set their sights on Hamden, perhaps a semi-final and maybe even a final that might be just too far ahead. I want to also give a bit of confidence back for the upcoming important league games, important to get back on track and get some points on the board. With defeat, on the other hand, we continue that run of games without victories and in danger of undoing all the good pre-season form. But a chance for Jesuit Pake and Graham Alexander to blood a few new faces, rest some, but they've got to balance it out with trying to win this game as well, so they haven't made too many changes themselves. Mother will give a debut to Finnish international Juhani Ojola at centre-back, a regular in the Finnish squad who surprisingly left out of the Euro 20 squad in the summer, but he'll bring experience and talent, and he's a big lad to the back line. For Dundee, they made three changes from that defeat at Celtic Park. Sweeney McGowan and Sheridan are out, in come Fontaine McCowan and Cummings. Adam Legends is in goals, back four, Christy Elliott. Lee Ashcroft, Liam Fontaine and Jordan Marshall Midfield Jordan McGee, Sean Byrne and Charlie Adam With Paul McMullen, Jason Cummings and Luke McCowan as a forward You can have nine subs, Dundee will only get eight And include two goalkeepers, Ian Lawler and Harrison Sharp The rest of the subs, Ryan Sweeney, Alex Kubiak, Paul McGowan Declan McDade, Finlay Robertson and Corey Panter For Mother, they also make three changes Stephen O'Donnell and Kevin Van Veen are out and not in the squad at all and Davis McGabby drops to the bench In come Grimshaw, Ojala and Lawless Liam Kelly's in goal, will captain the team Liam Grimshaw, Johanny Ojola, Ricky Lamy and Jake Carroll at the back. In midfield, Callum Slattery, Liam Donnelly and Barry Maguire. And the forward three of Stephen Lawless, Kane Woolery and Connor Shields. Their nine subs, Scott Fox, Beavis Mugabe, Mark O'Hara, Dara O'Connor, Justin Amaluza, Nathan McGinley, Robbie Crawford, Max Johnson and last week's goal scorer, Tony Watt. And the referee today at Dens Park is Mr Kevin Clancy. That name is never going to wear off. <laughs> Producer Callum, I can, I can sense it. He's already just going to take that exact clip of Fraser Wishart saying, Justin. 
thin I'm a loser Essentially <laughs> was, was what he said there um, There must be another pronunciation We can come up with uh, But we are looking forward To that one Let's hear from both managers Dundee boss James McPake up first I don't think we've had a cup run Since I've been at the club um, This is my 8th year And we've not had a proper cup run Now it's We get jealous I've seen other clubs Going and having good cup runs And it's something we did say When we, we got the job Is we want to feel this place when we're on, on a cup run because I think this, it could be electric and hopefully come Saturday they are they're right behind us the fans that are in which they will be and they drag us through it and, and into the quarter final of the cup because it, look it's, the cups are massive and it's a real opportunity to get bring some excitement back and to, to give the fans hope and an expectation and, and move on to the next round So James McPake there up against Graham Alexander this afternoon We obviously uh, see the the opportunities in the cup competitions as St Johnson proved last year and other teams have proved in previous years um, they're, they're, they're brilliant tournaments to to go far in and, and to compete You know, we got to the quarterfinal last year in one of the cups and um, that was a good occasion unfortunately uh, negative result for us but um, for us we want to win every game we compete in that, that's uh, regardless of the competition we want to feel good about ourselves we want the supporters to feel good about their team and you do that by performing well and, and winning games Looking forward to that one Hugh Keevans I think St Johnson are a marvellous example of what Motherwell and Dundee and all the other clubs can dream of doing they won not one cup but two last season and it is to Callum Davidson's eternal credit that he was able to do that job for the club. So I think Dundee, there was a, a lack of mobility about them at Celtic Park, a lack of tempo, and they were very fortunate only to lose 6 0. It's got to have taken something out of them And I think Motherwell can take advantage of that Well a few big omissions from Motherwell also though Kevin Van Veen's been impressive yeah. He's not involved at all Stephen O'Donnell, the club captain Scotland International He's not involved at all Tony Watt who changed the game last week And got the equalising goal He has to settle for a place on the bench So an interesting one there at Dens Park For Dundee against Motherwell That's the first of two all Premiership ties this afternoon The Tony Macaroni Arena Is the venue for the other Livingston taking on St Mirren And David Friel is looking ahead to that one Thanks Gordon Yeah a very intriguing one This I was just looking back at previous results And it tends to be a lot of 1-0s and 1-each There's never much between the teams And obviously the two of them Livingston and St Mirren Met in the semi-final of this competition last season With Livingston winning 1-0 at Hamden So there's no doubt St Mirren will be out for revenge As you look to secure that quarter-final place Livy, they've had a bit of a hard start to the, the Premiership season, defeats the Rangers in Aberdeen, but I think David Martindale would be pretty heartened by the performances. They matched Aberdeen all the way last weekend until a mistake by goalkeeper Max Stryak cost them the points. I wondered whether he would keep his place today. He does. Uh, in fact, there's only one change for Livingston, that's Odin Bailey, who has just arrived on loan from Birmingham City in for James Penry. So the Livingston team will be Max Stryak in goals, Nicky Devlin, Ayo Obele, Jack Fitzwater, Jackson Longridge, Scott Pittman, Jason Holt, Odin Bailey, Craig Sibold, Bruce Anderson, Alan Forrest. The subs are Barden Kelly, Jacob Shinney, Panatoyo, Riley Hamilton and Marvin Bartley. Now there's a story behind Marvin Bartley today. He is available, but I don't know if you if you noticed yesterday the SFA reimposed a two-game ban on the Livingston player coach. He was suspended for the start of the season due to bookings from last year, but Livingston assumed he was going to be okay just to take his place on the bench next to David Martindale and do the coaching, but he wasn't. So a two-game ban has now become a four-game ban, so he will miss the next two league games. 
In terms of St Man, they've had a different start to the Premiership season, drawn with Dundee, losing to Hearts. And it was a sore one last week for, for Jim Goodwin, but they got to two semi-finals last season, so I'm sure they'll be looking for another run. He's made just one change from the team that lost to Hearts. Ethan Erehon is in for the band, Alan Power. So St Man will line up the usual sort of 3-4-1-2 formation. Jack Alnick in goal, back three of Marcus Fraser, Joe Shaughnessy and Charles Dunn. Across the middle will be Richard Tate, Jamie McGrath, Erehon and Scott Tanzer. With Greg Kilty just behind Curtis Main and Eamon Brophy. The subs are Linus McCarthy, Finlayson Flynn, McPherson McAllister, Henderson Erwin and Jack. And the referee at the Tony Macaroni is David Monroe. Ah, that's a very Scottish football type suspension that Marvin Bartley's got there, Hugh Evans. It's a bureaucratic bungle. Uh, It's the sort of information that uh, Marvin Bartley's not entitled to know, nor is David Martindale entitled to know the rules relative to who can be in the bench if they are serving Mm. a, a player suspension. But clubs are supposed to employ people who live by the rule book. So this is taking place and Livingston... Haven't been fully aware of the rules uh, You know, it, it's harsh on Marvin Bartley But someone at the club should have known It kind of makes sense Alex I know it's, yeah. you know, if, if you're suspended that you, you, can't go, you can't go on the bench as a player You can't take part, you can't influence things So I suppose it, it would make sense that you can't perform a coaching role either yeah. We've just not had too many of those examples in no, recent No, listen, seasons. I think they could have done without it as well Gordon, as we've touched on earlier on The results haven't been great And uh, he's obviously incurred another two-match ban But, uh, you know I think this is a really important game for both clubs today. You know, I think uh, St Mirren's got one point out their opening two games. Livingston stone bottom of the table. So I think just to try and get that little boost, get the season up and running from that perspective would do them the world of good. I think everyone likes listening to this guy. Here's David Martindale. Tough, I think Jim's improved St Mirren every single window. You can see the improvement he's made since the first days when in the building and every other window, every window he's had, sorry, he's improved the squad. So they're an established Premier League team now. Um, so it's going to be a really difficult game of football two teams that aren't probably a million miles away from one another if we're honest um, but it's going to who turns up on the day maybe a wee bit of luck involved as well but whoever turns up on the day Will Jim Goodwin St Mirren turn up on the day? Obviously we met each other in the, in the semi-final last year and we would um, both like the opportunity to get back there it's uh, an extremely difficult tie there's no doubt about that um, You know, an all-Premier League tie but you know, the, the incentives are there for the players. Um, you know, the majority of the group were part of uh, the team last season that, you know, got to Hamden twice and they've had that taste for it and they'd like to now try and go a step further. You know, it doesn't happen very often. Uh, if you get to one uh, semi-final or final in a season, then obviously, um, you know, that's normally a good thing. The fact that we got there twice last season was, um, you know, was, was excellent for the group. We would like to try and... Uh, Get back there uh, this year And given that it's the only tie of the day Where the two sides come from different divisions Technically the only scope for a cup shock today Would be at Somerset Air United against Dundee United Andrew McLean has the teams there Yeah the battle of the United seat at Somerset Park Cup football 3 o'clock on a Saturday Fans back in It's exactly what you want to see Isn't it David Hopkins They did well to get through the group stages of this competition They were given a bit of a helping hand Uh, They got a default 3-0 win over Falkirk In the final match Because their opponents had a coronavirus outbreak But they were unbeaten in the rest of the group games though However it hasn't been the strongest start in the league A loss to championship favourites Kilmarnock Followed up with a draw against Arbroath last weekend And of course our very own Jim Duffy uh, Assistant here to David Hopkins as well As for Dundee 
United. A lot of people really weren't sure what to expect from them this season, especially after that opening day Premiership loss to Aberdeen. But they rallied big time, didn't they, last weekend against Rangers. A really impressive showing from Thomas Courtside. A statement win for him and something he'll really want to build on starting here at Somerset Park. They will be without former Air United man Lauren Shanklin. Of course, he moved to Belgium through the week, but they have drafted in Mark McNulty again to add some firepower. He's on the bench for this one today. I have just been handed the Air United team, not had a chance to shape it up. Aidan McAdams will start in goal. Jordan Houston, Patrick Redding, James Maxwell, Tommy Adeloy, Andy Murdoch, Aaron Muirhead, Jack Baird, Michael Hewitt, Marcus Fjortoft and Mark McKenzie starting for them on the bench. Albinson, Chalmers, O'Connor, Afalabi, Miller, Selkeld, McGinty, McAllister and Smith. As for Dundee United, two changes for them. Out go Butcher and Chalmers, income Sporla and Watson. Benjamin Segrist starting in goal for them today. Liam Smith, Charlie O'Grew, Ryan Edwards and Jamie Robson. The back four, the midfield three, Ian Harks, Yandel Fuchs and Peter Paul with young Darren Watson and Adrian Spoiler either side of Nicky Clark. The substitutes, Carson, Reynolds, Hottie, Nielsen, Freeman, Mockery, Newman, Duffy and McNulty. The referee for this one today at Somerset Park is Nick Walsh. Nick Walsh, the man in the middle. Thomas Courts in the dugout for Dundee United, of course. It's, it's a motivational pressure, you know. It's, it's, it's a game that we're, we're really excited by. The, the, the chance in August to be in a quarter-final is just a huge social motivation for us. I think that, that, that could catapult your season. So, yeah, it's, it's just a really enjoyable fixture to, to look forward to. Somerset Park, I, I think to your point, is a, a tricky place to go. It's, it's a very traditional stadium, a good fan base. I, I think the a good atmosphere there at the weekend but again it's just one that we're, we're actually really looking forward to because the, the carrot is so big Yeah looking forward to that one Air United against Dundee United the home side famously made the 2002 League Cup final I don't know if you've heard about that one no, Hugh Evans. No. anyone ever mentioned what that on this show? I think what do you mean? <laughs> no, no I think we beat Dundee United in the road you yeah. think or I don't know Nah of course you don't <laughs> Right okay Gordon DL Alex Ray Hugh Keevans All here We've given you team news From the three games We will look back On events at Ibrooks next The team with the biggest support In Glasgow and the West This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans Alex Ray And Gordon DL Are all in the studio We've got the top team Around the three grounds in the League Cup matches this afternoon We've got fascinating games in League 1 and 2 And of course the English Premier League Started back today as well A resounding victory for Manchester United On the opening day Hugh Keevans at home to Leeds Yeah 5-1 uh, Leeds actually equalised to make it one all, uh, And then That obviously irritated Manchester United Who then started uh, With quick fire goals So good start from Man United What about Arsenal last night Kieran Tierney What a player Right player, wrong team Absolutely right What about our game? North of the border Far more important We kicked off the League Cup weekend With a resounding 5-0 victory For Rangers at Ibrox last night Alex, what did you make of it? How far does that go To making the Rangers players And staff and fans Feel a bit better about themselves? I I think it was important To get a good performance, Gordon Uh, I think they've been Kind of laboured at times Pedestrian and you've seen plenty of firepower. You know, there was a lot of guys coming in, uh, making their first starts. I thought Patterson, Bassey was really impressive. And I think it shows the importance of getting Kamara back in the team. Kamar Roof was excellent as well. I think throughout the course of the night, as Hugh said earlier on, I thought they could quite easily have made it more. But they had to show a decent level of performance, Gordon, I think first and foremost, because clearly through the week was a big disappointment. There's only so much healing a victory against Dundee United will do, Gordon. Mm. Uh, Dunfermline will do, and that's with no disrespect to Dunfermline, of course. 
These games carry a little bit of an, a no-win situation Because you're expected to win comfortably However, all you can do is beat what's in front of you And Rangers did it very, very convincingly Yeah, well it helped him last night I think Because uh, I think if the game had went 25 minutes And it was 0-0 And they weren't showing their usual form Then I think the supporters would have let them know Gordon, the early goal settles everything down um, I wasn't surprised I was surprised that uh, Dunfermline got out just five I thought when it got to three, like you, this is going to be a long, long night. I've been in those shoes of Peter Grant, so I'm not going to give him any criticism. Uh, but it was a bounce-back performance they needed. They got the goals, a clean sheet as well. Um, yeah, people are pointing the finger and say, well, Partick Thistle went through to East End last week and beat them 3 But that doesn't matter. It was getting back to winning ways. Back to clean sheets And I'm sure Rangers manager Would have been happy I think you also appreciate The performance of Kamar Roof last night uh, He spoke very movingly During the week uh, About the trouble That his newborn child Had suffered uh, And everyone Delighted just to see The family settled again uh, Kamar Roof's child On the mend And he back on the park uh, And he made a difference a cup has to be on the Stephen Gerrard's agenda because he's been here three years and hasn't won a cup. Uh, and that's not acceptable at a club of Ranger size. Uh, to go out to St Mirren and St Johnston last season uh, was not acceptable. So they're in the draw, they're there, another seven to follow. Um, but the major disappointment of the week would have to be Malmo. Yeah, take the week as a whole then Alex And try and sum it up Oh, well, Clearly the first two uh, were really disappointing uh, I thought, the, as I listened, we covered the game last week up at uh, Tannadice not, not the best performance in the world As I said earlier on, I thought they were very laboured uh, Midweek was a real disappointment as well First half, I thought they were back to the way they were High tempo, in their faces Got the goal through uh, the talisman uh, Morelos And you think at that stage, Gordon But I have to say, I felt that particularly uh, the second half I thought they were extremely passive You know, they allowed Malmo to play out for the back Get settled into that second half And for me, I feel as if If they got in their faces Because they've got the numerical order Advantage Then you could quite easily have got at that team And uh, to concede two goals in a couple of minutes again On the back of losing a couple there That'd be a concern for Stephen I, th- I thought, um, to be honest with you About the Malmo the second half, Alec was I think Rangers were caught a bit surprised With the shape that Malmo decided to go with you know, they they were very positive. They put you know, most teams when you go down to ten men and you're one 0 down, you're at Ibrox, packed house, you would sit back and try and hit a counter, try and get a free kick, try and get a set play to, to get you into the game, to win the game. They actually went there, Rangers. They 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 sort of I think they threw Rangers on the back foot. I don't think Rangers were expecting that at all. They kept two two guys up top and all of a sudden I thought Malmo take all the credit. I thought they were brilliant saying that. See, the th- see for that point for me, Gordon, is he's, as Daz is saying, but, but the shape, they should not have allowed Malmo to play for the back because that allows them to get settled, to get in their rhythm. And it's okay uh, allowing long balls to the centre forward. You can compete that way. But to actually allow them to get a foothold in the game, I couldn't believe, regardless of the shape, you know, you've got to be aggressive in your, in your pressing because that's what Rangers have built their success on last year, smothering teams. Andrew McLean, you were there, of course, last night. What was the mood like at Ibrooks? I'd imagine, naturally, um, people just looking for a response after the, the European disappointment. Yeah, there was definitely a sort of expectant mood to sort of outside the stadium before the game. It wasn't quite the sort of party atmosphere that there was before 
the Malmo game, but I think the goal two minutes in really helped the mood. There would have been a few people that were naturally nervous because, you know, if you're coming off the back of three defeats and, you know, the fans did, some of them certainly uh, booed the team off on Tuesday. They were expecting a performance and that goal two minutes in just kind of settled things and obviously Rangers went on to, to bag another three before half time and, and the crowd really had the, the backing or the team really had the backing of the, the crowd after that and um, it was a, a good atmosphere. I mean Alex This whole week has been about what What's kind of next For this Rangers team If you like Only time will sure. Will heal that And convince people That it was You know it's just a blip Just a couple of games It's the start of the season You can only get over that in time What One victory against yeah. Dunfermline Is probably not going to do that But it's a sign to, That they may, may be heading In the right direction And you just wonder What the next couple of weeks Will look like So much fascination yeah. around And Stephen Gerrard's admitted it Steve Stuart Robertson's spoken about it do, do we see all of these players here At the end of the transfer window or not? That's a big question Gordon Because uh, they obviously have to negotiate Trying to get into the group stages Which will obviously pay uh, Some of the, the bills going forward You know some sell out crowds at Ibrox uh, So th this next game So you say is what's next In the short term They have to get into that group stage uh, For the finances Gordon And that may well reflect Now it'll be an interesting one Because I'm led to believe That they've actually met as a board uh, To see where they're actually going to go next It'll be fascinating to see whether they go one more year where they're going to try and pick up the tab for this or are they going to sell players? Because you know you get you should get automatically the into the Champions League yeah. if, you, if you win the title. Yeah, so the, the conundrum for the Rangers board and the management team at the moment is do you cash in on a couple of assets at the moment and then you obviously kind of balance the books or do you uh, finance, finance that again for the, for the upcoming season with the, the, the potential of getting the, the league... Champions League money at the end of the season. We always talk very openly about this, Hugh. Though, as if you know, we overlook the fact that there needs to be bids for, yeah. for players to leave, and that that goes for anyone. You can talk about Odson Edward. A lot of speculation there. There's always talk about Morelos and whether it's Kamara. Someone needs to want them and want want to pay what you are hoping to get for them. Yeah, and uh, we have Stephen Gerrard's word for it that, that there has not been a concrete bid for any of his players, not one of them. So my Reading of the situation would be that Rangers will survive this transfer window. No one will be sold. Partly, as you say, because no one has made any offers for them. Uh, and they will go and uh, attempt to win the league, get automatic qualification for the Champions League, and allow that to balance the books. Because, you know, I think a lot of people in their minds. Had already banked the Champions League money And that's why Malmo came at such a shock Ah Fraser Wishart We've been here before That this is what European qualification does to our clubs it, it It's the main money maker No doubt about that It blows the prize money For winning the Scottish Premiership Out the water And um, the, the failure to, to land it Can mean you have to think about Other ways to get by yeah, and that's why it's so difficult for, for Celtic and Rangers to, to there's that balance between investing in the team with the, the chance and the gamble that you get into the Champions League and, and not investing in the team as heavy as the fans want and you maybe haven't got the players to get there. But if you if, if you look at the whole situation as a board from Rangers' point of view, they'll be looking at it. And, and to be honest with you, it's harder and harder to qualify for the Champions League. But if you look at a pathway where to beat Malmo and Ludogorets 
two good sides. I thought Malmo were terrific the other night. Rangers allowed them to be terrific. I think Rangers had the game in the bag and should have seen it out, but uh, but couldn't do so and were a bit spooked in the second half. But if you're a board of directors or you're Stephen Gerrard, you're looking at that, you're thinking, that's as good as we're going to get at any point to qualify for the Champions League. So there'll be a real disappointment around around Ibrox. You know, it's not a given beating, beating these teams as, we, as we've seen. But you're not playing against the, the sort of Premier clubs in, in, in Europe, so that's where the whole disappointment will be for for Rangers. But this again, as you guys spoke about, the balance is it's such an important year. The winners of this league get us into into the Champions League automatically. You know, and being in the Europa League, if Rangers Celtic can get there, that'd be fantastic. And the, the other two teams into into the, the the Conference League as well, because we can win more games in the Europa League than we will in the Champions League so that the, the coefficient can go up again and again and, I, and that means in two years time there might be still be a team in the, in the Champions League maybe even two automatically in a couple of years so it's that whole balance thing but it's a real disappointment Rangers had the game in the bag a bit like Celtic against Midgetland they had the game under control in, this, in, in at Ibrox and they just got caught up in the quite often happens chasing the game throwing in crosses Tavernier and Barisic have been brilliant over the recent periods throwing great crosses but they were throwing them in from 30 yards out and they just began to, to really rather than just knocking the ball around to get a bit spooked I thought as well and just, just played right into Mamo's hands and congratulations to Mamo they t- defended fantastically well forced them to cross the ball into the box and big three are quite happy just standing in their head on it so a real disappointment from Rangers point of view but picked themselves up they got a tough one in midweek and they're very hot in Armenia and very, very sticky as well that's a tough one for them to go to as well just to get into the, the Europa League we can be very reactive in this part of the world, David Freeland. Based on the calls that we've had since Malmo, there's a bit of a split. Rangers fans, many of them, along the lines of, it's just a couple of games, no big drama, we'll be fine, we'll get better, it's just a blip, and we'll go on to have a successful season. And then there are others who fear the worst a little bit more and suggesting that something's not right and this is a sign that you know that, that we're heading in the wrong direction. How much can a home victory against championship opposition in Dunfermline be a sign of, of what's to come I think it's a step in the right direction I was, I was there for the paper last night covering the game as well Gordon and you could sense as, as Andrew said you know Rangers getting that early goal really settled everyone you know there was never going to be any grumbling and I agree with you I honestly feared that it was going to be 10-0 for them Fairland at half time Rangers were so rampant in terms of going forward, I think it's a, a small step in the right direction. I think guys at like Calvin Bassey and Nathan Patterson really gave Stephen Gerrard room for thought. But to touch on what Alex was saying about you know the board making a decision, I think it's a, it's a time for Rangers to reevaluate and reappraise what they're going to do. Are, the, are board members, wealthy ones, going to pick up the tab for the season? Or do Rangers finally, regardless of financial necessity, just need to get his player trading model going? Because... I think Stuart Robertson, AGM in December, said that he was looking at that for this year. They really needed to look at getting that going, getting money in. It's one of the last pillars of revenue. And Rangers still haven't sold anybody. So I think Ross Wilson had a remit to, to try and get that. So I, I do think over the next couple of weeks, I've probably got a decision to make. Do Rangers try and cash in on, on some players to get that model going? You know, Leaving aside anything about financial necessity and balancing the books. There may be more than one example of this, Alex Ray, but yeah. I'll just pick one because he got man of the match <coughs> and he set up a good few of the goals, Calvin Bassey. Add to that that, without being unfair, it's, I think it's safe to say Borna Barisic has not had a blistering start to the season. Has Calvin Bassey done enough to actually stay in the team at the expense of Borna Barisic? Potentially, David makes a good point there. Uh, Stephen Gerrard has got uh, decisions to make getting into this European tie at Ibrox on Thursday night, Gordon, because... I thought he was immense last night We've seen him time after time getting down Now there has been question marks about his final ball uh, Over the period he's been at Rangers But he really had the money last night And I thought he was excellent He was such a powerful lad And uh, you know 
by actually looking at Barisic, by looking at Tavernier, by working with these guys on a daily basis, it will give him an opportunity to realise what the actual quality is that he has to, the levels that he has to have. We often talk about it when you get into these positions, what can you do when you get there? So I thought last night he'd done brilliant. I thought Young Parson was really good mm-hmm. as well, Gordon. You know, I think across the board, I thought Wright was good. So there's a lot of good performances. But I think mm-hmm. most of us agree the, the the level of the opposition yeah. will, will factor into that as well. And then Stephen's got to mm-hmm. assess that because as, as David says there, the finances get into this this group stage is massive. I think Gordon though the, the difference with the fullbacks because Hadji, mm-hmm. Morelos, Scott Wright, John Lundstrom, they they're kind of there or thereabouts in a, in a starting eleven anyway. You know, if Rangers play a, a massive game and mm. any of them start, you're not really surprised. However, T- Tavernier and Barisic are number one fullbacks mm-hmm. b- without any doubt. O- or are they? The, did, did last night change anything? No. No, no, not at Definitely all Definitely not You no. don't think no, Calvin no, no, Bassey did enough? Not for me, no I thought, like everyone else I thought he was outstanding last night um, And I'm taking into consideration The opposition But if you get into a massive game uh, Midweek Or if it's, say for instance It's it's Celtic tomorrow You're playing at Celtic tomorrow You're not telling me That he's going again with Bassey No, it, do, it doesn't It doesn't have I, to I, It doesn't I, have to be hypothetical though. Rangers right. do have a big game this week yeah, well, and I, you think Barisic will start it? But all day long. Yeah. But I think Barisic, as much as Bassey I thought was excellent last night, and he was excellent, and all credit to the lad, and he's he's putting a bit of pressure on. He's still miles behind for for me in Barisic, and I think even that, in the form of this season. Yeah, I think Barisic will come. I think quality players eventually come. It's the start of the season. I'm not getting carried away with before him just now. You look at what these guys achieved last season, also. And the other side with Parson, I think Parson's a, a terrific player. But Tavernier's a captain of the club. His assists, goals, everything last year was incredible. Player of the year. So I'm sorry, I just don't throw two guys out the team after two or three games and a couple of bad results. I think it was a team performance uh, against Malmo. I think it was more than you know just a defence. I thought it was. I thought the second half. Rangers got it all completely wrong I'm not going to label two fullbacks And then you bring two guys in last night Against a championship team That struggled at home against Partey And were excellent That doesn't mean all of a sudden They overtake uh, Barisic Who is a top top player Tavernier who's been absolutely brilliant last season So for me in my opinion If you're playing your big game next week uh, Next week midweek I think you go with your best players just now I think Tavernier and Barisic are your players The excitement's been cranked up very early in the season Because of unusual circumstances Rangers win against Livingston And then lose the next three Panic stations Everybody's all over the place Celtic lose to Hearts Win the next three Score 13 goals And everyone is going mad for Ange Postacoglu And the way Celtic are playing But both Rangers and Celtic have to take into account Who they have been playing Who they have lost to Who they have won against And they have yet to face the bigger hurdles Well that's maybe something you can get involved in On the open line a bit later on Take the number down if you want 01419511025 We'll do that later And we will go back around the grounds Ahead of the 3 o'clock games next The winning team All season long this is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Hugh Keevans, Alex Ray and Gordon DL are here We've got the top team around the three grounds Ahead of the big League Cup matches this afternoon Air United, Dundee United, Dundee Motherwell and Livingston 
against St Mirren Don't forget though That's just half the story Because tomorrow Wraith Rovers against Aberdeen Hibs Kelly Are both St Johnston And Celtic v Hearts So there is a lot to like About the League Cup weekend This weekend Let's stick with the 3 o'clock games today though uh, We'll go back to Dens Park For Dundee Taking on Motherwell um, For the visitors Fraser Always looking to, to try and, and get a cup run I guess that's the model You mentioned at St Johnson Doing it so successfully They got to this final Back in, in 2017 I wonder how concerned The Motherwell fans Will be about the absence Of Kevin Van Veen Stephen O'Donnell This afternoon Yeah I was trying to find out And I was trying to look at on, Online as well To see whether there was injuries Or anything was reported But I don't think anything was uh, Gordon So maybe Stephen O'Donnell had a long summer, didn't he? And he came back after only a very, very short break. So maybe it's an opportunity just to give him a, a week off or a few days off because he played in the Euros. Van Veen, I, I don't know. He's been quite... Uh, the middle fans been impressed by, by him uh, in the start to, to the season. Two very important players. So, so the, the, the attack in particular, Lawless playing on one side, Connor Shields on the other, and Willie through the middle. Three kind of winger types as well. So how's that going to work out? Who's going to play the, the number nine role instead of Van Veen? So, uh, but as you said, over the last number of years, I think the last ten years have been sort of five non-old from teams have, have won, the, have won the, the, the trophy you know so you go back to Ross County you've got Kilmarnock St Mirren Aberdeen have won it as well and of course St Johnson last year so it's an opportunity and Mother will have a, a good record in, in recent years and in, in contrast Dundee's is pretty poor James McPake was talking about that recently they've not really been had a decent cut run for a long long time and again financially it can bring a nice wee bit of income to, to their club I think the start of the game here at Dens Park will be very important Dundee getting top and start to play well and knock the ball around then all will be OK. But uh, if they start poorly, the fans might get restless and Mother will score an early goal. How is the confidence that will really test the strong mentality of the, the, the Dundee players after last last week's defeat? So the first 20, 25 minutes for me are going to be absolutely vital. But uh, I don't think there's much between the teams. We could go all the way to, to extra time and penalties here today, I think. Well, that's the thing about the knee-jerk nature of the start of the season, Fraser. You take Dundee, they've only played two league games. So in one of them, they got battered at Celtic as smaller sides often do and in the other game they got a perfectly respectable two-all draw at home to St Mirren a fine performance but because there's that small sample size we're living week to week and now everyone's convinced that Dundee are doomed this season and are going to really struggle because of the Celtic game having forgotten about the other league game that they played Yeah, I mean they, they, they play Motherwell uh, for part in a couple of weeks and they've got uh, uh, Dundee as well in, in the meantime sorry they've got Hibs at home as well so they've got some hard games coming up but when you're a team coming up and uh, they came up through the, the playoffs as well a lot of these lads haven't experienced uh, Premiership football so uh, when you're playing against top clubs and the Celtic won it was the, the way they lost rather than just losing because you expect Celtic to win by a couple of goals but to lose by six uh, and going on more it can really affect the players because they've come up with a bit of excitement a bit of confidence and playing against the best players in the country but when you lose as heavily as that it can affect your your, your confidence and a, and a game like today and if they lost by a couple of goals today and it was a comfortable win for Motherwell again it's just it's that wee sign a wee bit of doubt goes into the players' minds can they compete at this level can guys who have been championship players for a number of years can they step up as well but in the contrast the other way then, then it can give them a bit of confidence so it's important you start the season well when you come up because if you get uh, a drift at the bottom of the league then that can cause you real problems can you come back as well so a, a good start for Dundee in the league I think it has been very very important Gordon Motherwell coming through a group with Annan Queen's Park Queen of the South and of course Airdrie they lost to Airdrie it was 2-0 it was a very convincing victory for Airdrie and alarm bells were starting to go for, for some people regarding Motherwell at that point but they seem to have 
got their act together to some extent. Yeah, it was a disappointing uh, result against Derry. Um, and the Motherwell fans were not happy. Gordon's been all we live in the area. Uh, but and they lost their opening game against Hibs in the, the the league as well. So this is a big game for them. A cup run, as the guys are saying there. Any team a cup run's brilliant for. Brings you in more money as well. It keeps everything ticking over. There's a, f- a couple of players there that I'm a bit uh, worried about in the fact that they're missing today. Because you just wonder Dundee. It could be a hit and a miss for them. They could have a real reaction after losing heavily at Celtic Park. And um, you know, Motherwell could go up there and get knocked out. But I'm I'm with Fraser here. I think this could go all the way. I think this will be very, very tight. And I think that we've got one magic piece of business sitting on the bench that can come on and win the game for us this afternoon. Go on, how's well? Tony Watt. The Waltman. The Waltman. The PlayStation King That's got to be the worst nickname I've ever heard Anyway, uh, let's go on to Livingston against St Mirren um, And bring in David Field David, a lot of fascination about St Mirren's summer recruitment A real focus on guys who know the league Know the football Maybe didn't have to move here Don't have to you know, settle down And can just hit the ground running I wonder how important that might be in cup competitions as well Because let's be honest Some players who play down south Will not realise we take our League Cup very seriously they don't, they don't do that in England but, but up here To all the clubs It's seen as a real opportunity To go and win something Yeah You sometimes feel down south It's a hindrance More than a, a, an opportunity Whereas up here As you said You know Clubs You know 90 minutes or 120 minutes Today away from a, a Quarter final of a competition And I think it's huge Having that experience I would also say that Almondale was going to call it Tony Macaroni Away from home In the last 16 Is as tough as you're probably Going to get And Livingston as we spoke about earlier, a bit wounded after our first two defeats. So, Living, uh, St Myrnold's or will need all the experience they announced that they've got. But I'm just looking at the teams. I, I do feel St Myrn physically will be unsurprisingly sorry, surprisingly for a, a Livingston team. I don't think they're the biggest. If you look at the kind of middle of the front, you know, obviously two two big centre halves. But I don't think they're the most physically imposing. I just wonder whether that will have a, an impact from set pieces or, or something today. Because I look at guys like Curtis Main and Charles Dunn, Joe Shaughnessy. Big guys in St Myrne team So I think that might be a, An avenue St Myrne Look to go down I'm a little bit torn On this one Andrew McLean Because on one hand They want to keep Our best players In our league But on the other hand It's always refreshing To see a Scottish player Go abroad and try Something different Because to be quite honest Not enough of them do it Is this about Life after Lauren Shankland For Dundee United today? Yeah I mean There's no <laughs> doubt That Lauren Shankland's Going to be a huge Loss to Dundee United Maybe didn't score As many goals As people thought In the Premiership Last season But he did so much more Than just put the ball On the back of the net He was really key In their build up play And he does leave A huge hole In that Dundee United squad Mark McNulty's been Drafted in again He did only score Three goals Last season On loan But he's previously Been a goal scorer In this league With Hibs Possibly he Was a bit of a victim Of the system Last season But he'll need to get Firing alongside Nicky Clark as well And you'd think They'll need to bring in someone else as well because they were the lowest scorers in the Premiership last season they've sold their star man up top and not added anything up front that they didn't have last season but I think today is a a big game as well for Thomas Courts I I go back to something Brian Rice always said when he was in charge at Hamilton that some of the biggest games for Premiership clubs every season are the games that follow playing the old firm if they take a sore one it's about making sure it doesn't let them down if they've caused an upset like Dundee United have last week it's about not resting on your laurels making sure you build on it and this is a good occasion I think for Thomas Courts to do that here as you guys were saying at the top of the show you look at 
you know, Callum Davidson for inspiration, the rookie manager last year had an incredible season with cup success. A win here is a place in the quarterfinals, you're one win away from Hamden, and then you can really dream at that point, you know, a, a cup run can turn an okay season into a great season, it can boost, you know, players' profiles, managers' profiles like it has with Callum Davidson, it can get European football as well, glamour ties against the likes of Galatasaray, so you think Thomas Courts will be absolutely desperate to grab this opportunity today. Uh, Hugh Keevans is is that well, like I said earlier it kind of has to be the only shock because the other two are all premiership ties if, if Dundee beat Mullerwell or St Mirren beat Livy it, it might be met with a bit of a shrug of the shoulders from oh. the neutral Air United Dundee United producer Callum won't thank me for bringing it up but has that got the old banana skin look to it? Uh, not for me um, they struggled last week at United they were two down to a broth got a draw to their credit mm-hmm. in the end but uh, I think Dundee United ought to build on what happened last weekend and are capable of going there and winning if not comfortably simply getting the job done and uh, I said to you last week uh, about Lauren Shankland he's got a hip knock and I said oh really? You did you did to be fair we called you an old cynic and you were right right again and Alex worked in Belgium Uh, Belgium is the most civilised of countries he's not going into um, a hotbed atmosphere He's going into a, a place where he's got the chance to play his football And I agree with your point That not enough Scottish players Have the gumption to go live abroad I mean, I'll ask Alec I, I, I take it most of the people you came across in Belgium Spoke English anyway Yeah, most of them I, I think it's a great opportunity for them Because mm. the actual standard of football over there is very good, Gordon And uh, they play the football in the right manner They try and get the ball down mm. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see how he did Because we, we, we said at the start of last season I thought he would struggle to get like, rack up the numbers Anywhere near the numbers But as you rightly pointed out Gordon You have to get the service Yeah, you've got to get service uh, I, I agree with you Gordon I think players should go abroad I started, that, I started that trend a long time ago When I went, to Australia. Australia. <laughs> I went to Australia Yeah, New uh, South Wales yeah, um, <laughs> But I wish him all the best um, I think he is a goal scorer I think he'll do well over there Different style of football as well As Alec will tell you And uh, I think he's a very good talent Yeah that was the former teammate of Celtic boss Ange Postacoglu Gordon Diel speaking there We'll maybe get to that story a bit later on If you've missed it during the week But in the meantime We're already there Just a couple of minutes to go until kick off The teams will be coming out the tunnel And we'll get the games underway next The fastest goals The expert opinions This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard Kick off around the country In the League Cup this afternoon We've got big fixtures in Scottish League 1 And League 2 as well Only three games Right, that's all I'm asking for From you three today Three games in the League Cup Surely that gives you a greater chance Of getting a prediction up What's the ACA looking like? Well, I'm trying to build on last week's Disappointing start to the season Where every prediction Every one was wrong (laughs) Uh, But I'm going to shock you I'm going for three aways Dundee United to win at Somerset Park Motherwell to win at Dens Park Great and St Mirren to prove that they are not past their best at the Tony McIlroy. My goodness, Alex Ray. It, is this 90 minutes or over over the whole tie? Just to just, clarify. Yeah, no, just we'll we'll wait to 90 minutes then you can pick another we'll take one. Take it one step at a oh, time. What's his name? Tam, Tam Courts. He's got a feeling it's going to get a result and then tells you after, after <laughs> the game, yeah, we know that one. I'm going to go for uh, Dundee United. I'm going for Motherwell. And I'll go for Livingston. Gordon Deal. Yeah, I think there'll be extra time. I'm delighted for the boys that are sitting in the grounds. They'll enjoy their football this afternoon. So I think Dundee United may just sneak it. I think Dundee Motherwell extra time penalties, and Motherwell will win, and Livingston will beat St. Man. 
Goal Flashes with Aspire Industrial Services, leading the way in industrial and corporate branded workwear. Well, let's find out then. The games are underway. Let's see which of these three gets closest. You can tweet us your predictions, of course, at Clyde SSB. That's how you stay in touch throughout the afternoon. I will eventually give you the nod for the open line and you can phone up and share your thoughts. But in the meantime, stay in touch at Clyde SSB. No early goals to tell you about. I think that goes without saying. But we do have decent games in League 1 and League 2 as well. The likes of Airdrie against Falkirk. Lots to like about that. Clyde Alloa. There's always a lot of expectation around the likes of Cove Rangers who are playing East Fife, Queen's Park, Dumbarton as well and uh, down into League 2 as well. I think you're obliged to keep an eye on Kelty Hearts to see what sort of journey through the, the pyramid they go on. They find themselves away at Forfar this afternoon. Well, Kevin Thompson's doing a grand job at Kelty. Uh, got a decent following there as well, so uh, I quite fancy them. Top play second today. Kelty Forfar Yeah That'll be a good game Cracking game up there Should have sent you to that Station I think that's got you written all over it Yeah Yeah Where is it Station <laughs> Park No no. I'll wait till it goes to Kelty Is that near Kelty will be near won't it? It's a well, five. Only, only just though Well I mean it's, it's nearer But it's still far from Yeah you. but I can have a wee night in Kirkcaldy I'm, I'm starting to plan things you, Gordon. You you hear that? Say that again I'll have a night in Kirkcaldy I, f- I feel like you actually Made a, an accent you, you went into a Kirkcaldy uh, accent Kirkcaldy I'll have a you can like God you have spent a lot of time up oh, there Oh you can Kirkcaldy Wow right okay uh, Hugh Keevans <laughs> will we'll go in nice and early Because I want yeah. to give you The listeners as much thinking time As possible I hate to break it to the oh, end sure. A new oh, season A new season for the grandkids Burnley won Brighton nil already James Tarkovsky on two minutes <laughs> Is it unfair to question If that's got anything to do with Brighton centre backs today? What are you Has trying to suggest about Shane Duffy? Oh, he, he, started. he started. He started. Whoa. Well, if you're going to lose a goal at Burnley, lose it early. <laughs> uh, right, here we go, Hugh Keevans. Let's get this up and running. The first half teaser with Sunday's Scottish Sun. Free goals, pull out, plus Davy Province, Frank and Fearless Column. Since season 2008-2009, seven Australians have been in the starting eleven for a Scottish Cup or a League Cup final. Name them. Since season 2008-2009, seven Australians have been in the starting eleven for a Scottish Cup final or a League Cup final. Who are they? Oh, I like that. I like that. At Clyde S. SB. That's the address you need If you've never played the first half teaser before You need to come up with all the answers You need to put them all on a single tweet And send it to over to at Clyde SSB But you need to beat everyone else to it You need to beat everyone else to the punch So get thinking quickly at Clyde SSB And we'll see who the winner of the first half teaser is Even Alex Ray Even Alex and Ray And a dazzler has Thank got, you. I've got a couple of these Yeah but you know why that is He's an adopted Australian this guy I know everybody over there <laughs> I know all my fellow Australians Crocodile DL <laughs> I know them all you were, away, you, you were away You've been away playing some golf And so on this week So you wouldn't have heard The big development on Thursday evening What happened? You know, well, you know You know heard this I, I don't know if we should play it back Or we should just give the, the real version of the An up to date version of the story well, I haven't heard it You know how the Dazzler tells lots of stories True <laughs> stories with, with no disrespect Understatement True stories You never really know what, what's, yes. true, what's true and what's not So Ever since the day that Ange Postacoglu arrived on these parts He's been saying I, I think I played against him in Australia Now naturally, Mark Wilson, Roger Hanna, myself I he's, read, at it. You know, he's at it right? But we've been doing a bit of digging With the help of David Friel Who's on the show today And people even got in touch from Australia That is the international reach of this show 
He didn't And Alex He didn't play against Ange Postacoglu Be surprised with that They were in the same team <laughs> Me and Big Ange Were in the were same you in the reserves? Lo- same locker room They lined up on the yeah. same team well, He was in the bench though <laughs> no, sure. no, Twice no. <laughs> He was in the bench But Jet genuinely Lammy. But genuinely They were for- their former teammates and not only How did you know Rura? Exactly That's a great question <laughs> You said you jet well, lag for, for four months <laughs> That it was uh, Do you know something? I do believe that Ange will probably remember me Because I was a big character in that I always locker say, room I've told the whole newsroom It must be really frustrating to be Gordon Dale He has lived a life But he can't remember it <laughs> Honestly But he genuinely was yeah, he Do you actually remember Big Ange in the dressing room Or was he just one of these quiet guys? Not he doesn't remember any. He doesn't even remember being there Yeah but if he's a big character He must have He was He was a very very big I, Do you know I, I vaguely remember sitting saying Do you know I think we'll meet again sometime <laughs> Don't know where Don't know when But Stop it <laughs> Stop it um, I think we will need to ask him Andrew McLean says He's going to ask him At some point this season If we get into the, Do you know what would make My career If he turned around And says Yeah I remember it He won't remember you Well we're at Melbourne races He should With the The, the the cast of Home the Way, uh, neighbours. Sorry, Home the Way. <laughs> See, the, the lie almost unravelled. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no. But it's true, Alex. True. So it was um, the Melbourne Knights against South Melbourne, nineteen eighty nine, big derby match. Yes. Angie, as he's known, Angie Postecoglou yeah. scored. He scored twice, I think. No, just just the no, one, one, just the one, one that one, day. Sir, good goal. And um, on the bench was a guy called Harry McKeel and Gordon Deal. I go. just arrived. I, I will show you the, the documentation. Were you? I just bench. arrived in the country, Hugh, on uh, the yeah. Thursday, the Thursday night. And I think the game was either Friday or Sunday. But you remember, it was it was very heavy conditions because it was winter. Well, it wasn't the summer. It was winter in Melbourne at the uh-huh. time, and conditions were very heavy. Jet lag played a massive part in the manager's decision. But I remember big Ange in the locker room. Good Stop, lad, a, nice boy. A stoppage in play early on at Dens. Motherwell midfielder Callum Slattery getting treatment after a collision. Uh, with Charlie Adam So hopefully nothing too serious And both are fine to continue um, Should we just condense this like Quiz DL part of the show Just do it in, in one section And then we can move on And we can focus on the football Did you see the video I tweeted yesterday? Yeah From the official SPFL yes, account i seen this The official SPFL account tweeted Saying uh, Let me find it Let me get the exact The exact um, wording Just so that I don't do it a disservice Because it is it's very important that, that we get these things right Here we are, right So, the SPFL tweeted It's Premier Sports Cup weekend Sunday sees Wraith Rovers host Aberdeen live on Premier Sports TV Gordon Diel netted this strike in 1993 When the sides met at Starks And they've got a clip of the goal Now, it is Superb uh, Hugh Evans could have scored it, right? Yeah. It's, two, it's two yards out The keeper's already made a save The ball falls to him Taps it in Easy, easiest finish you'll ever see He's then got the cheek to wheel away The worst <laughs> celebration you'll ever see Right, He's got his hand in the air first of all He then goes How would you describe it? He goes down on one knee And then does a, 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 a finger point Down on <laughs> down on one knee Are you, you going to recreate that for us? No, I, do you know I honestly cannot remember that oh, celebration That was never my well, celebration unless, What was your celebration? Unless, unless, oh, God, well I had 200 odds in them um, <laughs> Unless I was proposing Because obviously That's the only time I get down in one knee That probably cost me An engagement ring <laughs> He's the only person As we studied the footage This morning Alec In the newsroom 
He's the only person I've ever known who denied being himself. <laughs> I can't remember playing Aberdeen. He was, going, he was going, that's not me. I'm saying, is, look, look, it's myself a video. Good memory, uh, have you? No, no but I, I like, it's, a, it's work. You don't you don't leave work and then but go anyway, remember but you know if, what I mean. If, if, if you want it. to if you want to cast your eye over it, I'll retweet it just now from the, the Clyde SSB account. You can see it and tell me, is it the worst goal celebration you've ever seen? That's no, what, I'll tell that's you what, what I think that's a good goal. It's like three yards out. It's not three tapping. yards out. And po- plus po- if po- I it's on my po- week, po- It's on my weaker weaker foot. Three yards. Boom. There's your dinner. Back of the net. Anyway, bonus. Replay at Pitordry we'll Remember re- we'll, that one We'll retweet it at Clyde SSB And you can tell us If it's the worst goal celebration You've ever seen Right still no goals To tell you about today Dundee Motherwell Air Dundee United Or Livy St Mirren We do have the first half teaser Up and running mm. as well uh, We did say the first game In the English Premier League Took place earlier on Convincing 5-1 win For Man United Against Leeds um, We'll keep you up to speed on it Usually with a, a Scottish twist You know that's That's the way we do it up here So for instance And it doesn't matter how tenuous Brighton are 1-0 down To Burnley And Shane Duffy Started at the centre half For uh, for Brighton today So there's the there's another, There we go There's another Scott In the, the championship Cal Naismith He's now the captain of Luton He scored an own goal And West Brom are 1-0 up yeah, the baggies I've seen them play last week against uh, Bournemouth, a really good, entertaining game. You've th- been watching a lot of football, haven't you? Mm. Listen, I was just saying that every boys, game that's on, you tell me you've watched it. No, I have. I'm just at that place where I'm just watching so much football. I'm really enjoying some of the the, the quality out there. I think I think what makes it more exciting now, Alec, to watch it and the enjoyment. I'm going home tonight to watch football as well. Is what the are you fact, watching tonight then? Uh, match a day. Um, <laughs> is the fact that the fans now back in ah, that's yes. great isn't that's, it that's the most important thing you know we, okay as football lovers we sat and watched it with empty grounds but it was never the same uh, but now because there's fans in there's an atmosphere mm. you're looking forward to it I'm sure mm. Liverpool play tonight in the yeah they do game. yeah I, that's the one I, I must admit I was all for it it was great to see Full House I thought nothing can dent my enthusiasm for a Full House then I switched on Man United Leeds and I saw a guy with a half and half scarf. Half oh, Man dear. United, half Ridiculous. Leeds. I thought, get him out. Alison just get, put that on Twitter. Get them back out, shut the gates, well, empty you know, stands. Do you know the rivalry between the two is exactly. unprecedented? As was played out in the streets of Manchester this morning. Oh, we can't condone that sort of stuff. But bother. And then you've got someone rocking up with a half and half Man United and Leeds scarf, honestly. Well, but the guy hand. that sold them the scarf should get salesman of the year. <laughs> you don't stand outside Old Trafford, surely, with the half, and half. half and half. Must have. Half pizza, half pasta. Uh, funnily, right, so, funnily enough, right, I think I think there's a topic here for us. We stuck this on Twitter already. On the week that we welcomed capacity crowds back to Scottish football grounds, and I, I'm regretting asking this before I've even asked it here. Uh-huh. What is the best shout that you've ever heard at a football game? Now please keep it clean. But to celebrate the return of capacity crowds to Scottish football, I want to know what is the best, funniest, angriest, most ridiculous, most memorable shout. That you have ever heard at a football ground. Try your best to keep it clean. It is a family show, <laughs> but we'll try and apply some creative license if that's not possible. In there the, must have been a few. In the 1990s, when Celtic were struggling, Rangers were on their way to nine in a row. Uh, Celtic had an Italian fullback, Rico Anoni. Ah, one of the classics. And uh, uh, they were struggling, and Anoni was brought on to the heartfelt cry from one man in the crowd. Oh no, I know me, Joe, I know. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> yeah, someone, tweet, someone tweeted that to me, yeah. actually. Yeah, I like that. We've had some good ones coming in. There, there's loads that I like. Um, I don't even know where to begin, right? So, 
Um, DC says A guy behind me Late 90s Early 2000s Shouted at Sebastian Rosenthal Remember him yeah. But he was as slow as a frog He says I'm still trying to work that one out He also accused the linesman Of having A spring loaded armpit <laughs> I like that So the offside yeah. flag Must have been going up um, Time and time again I like that Um and then the classic Michael Collins You know when the fans are hard to please He said Rain- The second time Rangers played Progress Neither corner in a qualifier It was five minutes in Progress got a corner Guy behind me shouts That's not This is not good enough Rangers It's not a friendly oh, well. <laughs> High standards early on I don't mind that um, What else have we got there were, there were loads to be fair Coming in I must admit A lot of people Divers amongst others The, the classic Same old Alawa Always cheating <laughs> Remember that classic <laughs> From Ibrooks. A few seasons ago um, Yeah keep them coming in At Clyde SSB Looking for the best shout That you've heard At a football match Just people are celebrating The return of crowds John Cardinal Says My short sighted mate that, that That's the important bit My short sighted mate Was shouting at Pierre Van Hoydonk Telling him to get in the box It turned out It was Brian McLaughlin Who was oh, shouting at <laughs> If you don't get the joke right Google Pierre Van Hoydonk um, Bri- uh, Then Google Brian McLaughlin And tell me if you've ever seen Two footballers that look less alike Because one's about six foot Four Five And the other one's five foot five And yeah Yeah So yeah Just do, Google image Search that And you'll, you'll see what we mean Any from your career That you can share Nah Too much Oh I had a, f- I had a few uh, I once get accused of Someone says to me All I could do was score goals I was happy with that Someone's tweeted that Your, your old pal Jock McStay Has tweeted that in. Well, He says Playing against Clyde at Firhill A Clyde fan shouts DL You're yeah. Beep All you can do is score, score goals, goals. <laughs> yeah. But listen There was a great one with him right We are playing I can't remember where we were playing And uh, somebody for this crowd shouted Hey McStay You're as good as your cousin and the guy behind him shouted to I Raymond <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah there's a lot coming in for same old Alawa Always cheating There's a lot coming in for Anoni on Anonu uh, Or whatever it was Oh no Anoni's on Anon Yeah yeah sorry <laughs> my apologies um, Lorraine Wiley says A rain soaked windswept McDermott Park A steward walked through one of the wee gates Leading to the pitch leaving it open And a guy behind shouted Shut the door you're letting the draft in <laughs> Ah, uh, good stuff. That's why you can't beat the, the, the some of the stuff that goes on at football games. You cannot beat them. Honestly, do you know that you look around you? Uh, you look at the crowd at McDermott Park midweek, uh, touching nine thousand for a, a club that, on average, two and a half, three thousand at their games. You look at fifteen thousand at Pataudry. You look at Ibrooks and Celtic Park, one hundred thousand people, spread over the two grounds. Um, it's not just that people are back happily after the, the, the COVID, the pandemic. They're back in greater numbers. And it, it's, yeah, it's I, hope it, I hope it's a trend that, that continues. I, I feel like we could open up our own little subsection of this topic purely for Partick Thistle. Because mm. you know, there's a certain type of clientele goes yes. along to see the Jags, yes, Hugh Kevenson. Yes. West End trend. You'll remember this name. An old colleague of yours, Ronnie Bergman, has tweeted oh, in. Um, and says the best one he can remember from Partick Thistle a gentleman shouted don't be so complacent Thistle <laughs> <laughs> not one that Good you would hear up and down the terraces of certain other groups so in the country the, but the, don't be so complacent and he says I swear play stopped while the players looked quizzically towards the senior gent who had expressed his concern yeah. there must be loads of them did you see the boy a couple of weeks ago right you go into any toilet of a football stadium here you might find a bottle of certain type of 
alcohol You know you know the one I mean Fortified um, wine Well someone had left a bottle of Malbec oh. <laughs> In the toilet <laughs> <laughs> It's just it's just a level up Is that oh, right? Yeah absolutely no, no, I didn't know what don't, don't mention that I don't want to Don't mention that What? That was my midweek moment the What have you heard about this yesterday? Go on then Share it My wife was still up in Fife And man alone Alec Hopeless Useless So I go to a well known store And I buy A ready meal and I buy a bottle of Malbec And I go And there's no one on the till So I Ran go it. to the what, what, what do you call that machine that you go to? The self-service self, Yeah The self-scanner So I'm standing looking at it And an employee from the shop Come over and said Just scan it Scan it So I put my bank card in I was scanning my bank card And he said <laughs> Not the bank card The bottle and the food so, so he's he's standing there holding he's holding his bank card in front of the machine whilst the bottle of Malbec yeah. sits next. Take a Malbec and a ready meal off that. Because <laughs> oh. I, I, I think people possibly think we're putting it on when we we bring up your technological woes, but no, yeah. you you never fail to amaze. No, the man knows if if he's listening this afternoon, he'll know because he looked at me with that look of pity in his eyes. <laughs> and he thought I, I think that's that clown off Super Scoreboard 4 for 1 Kelty Hearts nil. Matthew Aitken with a penalty On the 17th minute uh, So 4 for 1 up there um, I hope he's listening I don't know if he's got a game this afternoon I'll need to check David Blythe has sent me one in And uh, he says A boy beside me at Ibrooks Shouted at Bobby Madden <coughs> A way back to the Crystal Maze <laughs> <laughs> You don't, you don't get, get it, it do you? I knew you no. wouldn't I knew you wouldn't no, I'll just leave it out there Again, Google it Okay And you can see You can The worst jokes are the ones you need to explain yes, Do you know what I mean? Course, I, I, thought yes, it was gonna, I thought it was going to speak for itself A little bit But honestly It's a tough audience we've got Yes here. Wilson would have got it I'm sure of it mm-hmm. No, he's still Still nothing Gordon DL No, no I've not Googled it I'm What was his name? Busy. What was his name again, Hugh? Is it uh, Richard O'Brien? Is it Richard O'Brien? It looked like Bobby Madden, basically that's all oh, we need to know. Right, okay. He's got the same, yeah, yeah. same haircut as Alex right, Ray. Okay, I've never I don't got know, that. I've got a wee bit of fringe going on at he's this He's got the same haircut as Alex Ray and Jim Duffy. Right, I've got right. you now. There got we go. You. Cove Rangers. Oh. One up. Yes. Yeah, Cove Rangers 1 East 5 0. Robbie Leach with the goal on 19 minutes for Paul Hartley's side. Big season for them as well this year, mm. Gordon. Obviously, investing a lot of money to try and get out of that division. Uh, Mrs Celtic Matchworn says To any steward or police Cam Doon Robocop Gets me every time <laughs> Yeah I like that I have heard that one before mm-hmm. I'm delighted with that one Happy um, And AJ Johnson brings up An all time classic Right um, I think this was, I originally saw this on TV Was it Fred McCauley or something One of these panel shows um, Where someone stands up I assume it's a St Johnson game or whatever And the, the, the F word That us Scots put everywhere Yeah yeah uh, This gentleman decided to put it In front of the word Boo <laughs> so rather than just shout boo It was that word first then And boo. then boo See how hard I'm having to work here on this family show Listen I'm, I'm racking my brains now I'm, um, you, you must have you I've, I've, got, I've got millions but that's the problem Oh you can't tell the third, I, I was at Queen's Park here uh, Whilst I was a manager at um, Dundee It was me and David Farrell And we were sitting in the, in the stand And there was a little bit 200 people at the game It was a, a, a Tuesday night I think actually believe it or not I think we might have been looking at Andy Robertson <laughs> How did that work out? But, um, <laughs> the one that got away. And I need to be careful what I'm saying here. Uh, so you know that the, the 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 dugouts are quite a wee walk to the touchline. And then no, no, no. This is a Hamden. Oh, Hamden. Sorry, yeah, yeah. And so this player emerges from the the dugout, 
And it's fair to say that his backside were eating his shorts. <laughs> it was a big old unit, right? And from the back of the stand, right out of nowhere, free the whale. Brittle, <laughs> oh, <laughs> brittle. And do you know the thing is, Gordon? I actually managed the boy in my first season, so I don't want to mention him. And did you free the whale? I freed him. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he had put on about two stone. Since he'd left And the and thing about that is It's a big it, empty hand in, So you can Gordon, hear everything The whole stand erupted It was tremendous <laughs> Free the way I'm glad we didn't name him Because that's when it becomes unfair Absolutely so It's fine It's funny Because we don't even know who it is Yes so, no. uh, There we go Right no other goals to tell you about At the moment Just a couple down uh, It's obviously the Ted's Ted's cup stuff uh, At Somerset Dens And the Tony Macaroni You know that Fraser had a feeling He had a Thomas Court's moment He had a feeling That he knew What was going to happen It was going to go To extra time And penalty So He's uh, he's 21 minutes Towards that Double save From Max Stryek To keep Livingston in it First Greg Kilty Then Eamon Brophy So it is still Goalless Between Livy and St Mirren And Dundee Motherwell And Air United Dundee United Will, we, we, Tam, will we get that Prediction off Tam uh, After the mm. game If they win tonight I'll be surprised If one of these Don't go to extra time Penalties I think they're Quite tight games yeah. and, well, and if Air United Depending Andre will tell us Somerset's not The easiest place In the world to go I know they've not Got off to a great start But it's a tight ground The venue is horrible mis- does. Yeah, I know Honestly that. As, a, as a, a team but, Coming there It's oh, brutal but, but I've got to say Alec, the, the pitch was always Decent uh, the pitch was always but good But it's the surroundings that's, exactly. I think that's a kind of leveller for me That's that's what I'm saying That's why I think Dundee United Will really need to be at it Especially after the high Of beating Rangers And you go down there You're expected You look at the start That Air United's had and, they, you know, and you're thinking Right okay This should be an, a, a walk in the park for us But there's there's something about Cup football at Somerset yeah. It just it, There's shocks about and, and Is that why you went for Dundee United? Yeah, <laughs> summer signings hitting the ground yes. running down in England. Everton nil, Southampton one. How much was they pay for him, Gordon? Was it twenty million? It's been a few quid, I'm sure. Uh, Adam, Adam Armstrong, Armstrong yeah. Everton nil, Southampton one. Speaking of classic goal scorers throughout the ages, we have put the video up again of your celebration against Hearts back in 1993. Aberdeen, sorry, back yeah. in 1993. Jersey um, Jer says that's the exact pose I strike when asking my dog for a paw. <laughs> <laughs> that's a fair point. <laughs> Uh, Scotty Richards says Shocking It's like an old dad A wedding Trying to be cool On the dance floor Yeah, uh, yeah pretty much I, 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 I'm first to admit It's not the best I've seen well, I'd I love don't to even m- know What came into my head Yeah I wonder What the story was Behind it no, There's got to be a story Because I would yeah, not Have just come up with that That's not me That's not my style Some of the celebrations Over the years You see them down in English Lower divisions where they, they you know, they're, they're doing fishing and they're trying to reel the, the goal scorer in. Ah, very some good, of that yep. stuff. Is that not an Icelandic team that kind of made them famous? Mm. Yeah, I'm sure there was. And they, they like a routine every week and very imaginative. Annan one, Sterling Albion nil, Chris Johnson on 22 minutes. Kelty uh, have equalised four yep. for one. Kelty one, Nathan Austin. John Guthrie, remember him? Livingston yes. last season. Uh, Where he, is he going? He's at Northampton and he's just scored to put them one up at Colchester. There we go. You'll sleep well tonight on that one. Mm hmm. Um, but yeah, good to have a lot of football on on a Saturday afternoon Just to keep an eye on Even if it's Scottish players or players with a connection Down the road We're yep. happy with that Still no goals in our featured matches It have to be said um, Let's check in on the teaser for the first time then Hugh okay. Since we're waiting on a goal Your question please Since uh, season 2008-2009 Seven Australians have been in the starting 11 For a Scottish Cup final or a League Cup final Who are they? Paul Byers has gone for 
Andy Rose. Mm. Good sure he's, he's not on the list. Not f- Andy Rose. No, no, no. I wonder. I wonder if we've got our first stewards oh, inquiry. Of the new season. No? Okay, hold on. Um mm, oh. I mean he was born in Australia. Mm. He was born in Australia. Sure, so he's Australian. Like a, but he's kinda yeah, he, I remember so he, played, was, he played for Motherwell. So, so he was Kylie Minogue, but she's not on the list. Um yeah, but he started for Motherwell in the Scottish Cup oh, final. Did he? Yeah. Twenty seventeen. But I, I think he is is he like half Australian, half American? Something along those lines According to the Australian Department of Immigration and Citizenship <laughs> children, I'm not reading that behave. He, he grew up primarily in Bristol, England And he lived in Chicago Oh my god, he could qualify Chicago. for everybody yeah. Oh right, just, do you know what? Save us the headache Andy Rose isn't on the list <laughs> be, be, be generous with us It's not Andy Rose Find, find some other ones um, You can add him in as a wee extra one if you want Poor Paul Byers who sent that one in He's Come up with a really good answer um, Declan Gallagher Probably not that one Has gone for Aaron Moy No he's not there Okay um, I can see Mikey's Giving it a right good go A couple are going for Aaron Moy I think we might need to add in Andy Rose Or come up with something Because I can see Gordon Reid DJ They've all put They've all gone for Andy Rose I feel harsh on them What a good shout that is though Would it, Would you have got that? Uh, Are you joking me? The guy no. who can't even remember His own career No no, I, I would struggle of. I, I got a good one there. Yeah, I think you did actually. Steve yeah, Steve Seagull <laughs> has gone for Kevin Muscat. Nope. Oh, play with him. Was, uh, I, yeah, I played with yeah. Wolves. Yes, I had him down as well. Like to tackle. Oof. Is that fair? Ferocious. Take him off. How did you two? How did you two get on in training? Actually, because we had one or two. Really to be honest, we yourself. had one or two spats over, over a period. I'm surprised. Yes. I'm surprised That's to hear that. Characters, you know what I mean, Shaggy. You just got to let yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let them know. Listen, that that Wolves restroom had, had Paul Ince, you had Dennis Irwin, Nathan Blake. Everybody had a, a lot to say for themselves. Yeah, I can imagine. Uh, it was Jack, lively. Jack, he's gone for Mark Bosnich. Nah, he's not playing the Scottish Cup final. Oh. No. There's a few, you know, Johnny Nelson's gone for Jason Donovan, etc. Yeah, ah. Come on, come on. Um, That's his mate. I only can tell the truth. If you want to believe the truth, believe it. If you Jason don't. Donovan, he used to move. be bold. See, back in the day, he used to ball about the tunnel when it was bouncing. What, in Glasgow? Believe me Jason Donovan Believe wow. me I seen him hanging for the ceiling one night Learn, learn something new every day Chelsea <laughs> 1 Crystal Palace nil. Marcos Alonso uh, With the goal in that one uh, Charles Dunn's been down twice for St Mirren And he's been Now going to limp off And McCarthy is going to come on and replace him So a bit of a blow He's had a yeah, torrid time yeah, with injuries Yeah we signed him at Blackpool Charlie it's a shame, you know, because it was more or less the whole season last year, Gordon. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Such so. a torrid time with injuries, he rocked up in my living room one night, Gordon Dale. Remember, we spoke about it last week when we did the show from my living room. Do you genuinely not remember anything? Why are you looking at me like that? Who, who are you talking Charles about? Charles Dunn. Dunn. Oh, on. yeah, yes, Charles. <laughs> I, I thought you were talking about someone else there. Sorry, Jason yes, Donovan. Jason Donovan. Was in my I, was, I was busy thinking about Jason. Um, yes, we've done uh, Mean Wilson yes, and Charles Rock top, yes, Queen's I remember Park that. Park 1, Dumbarton nil. Simon Murray with the goal there to put the spider. He's a good addition, oh. uh, particularly at that level. Possibly should be at a level above, yeah. Yeah, well, it all depends on the old Nelsons, Gordon. As you know, Dazzle is obviously getting paid a few quid. Uh, yes, uh, big signing for them. Uh, expecting to score a lot of goals, and uh, he'll find the back of the net. There's sure a big goal there, Gordon Falkirk's taking the lead. Yeah, Callum, Callum Morrison. Morrison putting Falkirk 1 up at Airdrie. That is a big goal. 
Indeed This has got to be the year for Falkirk surely You know The, the size of the, the club The infrastructure yeah, but Quality that, of players Same though Queen's Park yes. In that division Co- uh, Cove and Cove that, Yep so um, Lots going on there yeah. And even Airdrie Who had a good season last yeah, absolutely. season Absolutely He's done okay there Um Adam's been in touch in terms of you know the best shouts you've heard at a football group. I knew there was going to be some of these involving <laughs> Noel Hunt. <laughs> Absolutely no, not no, going there. Me. Family show, no chance. Um, Mikey says, "I remember. Do you remember Steve Simonson that played for yes, Rangers? Goalkeeper, Can yeah. you picture him? Yeah, done you about this, guy this, with is, this, is, this is bang on. Mikey says, "I remember when Steve Simonson played with Rangers, and we used to chant there's only one John Bishop because the fact that they very like, very very the like. comedian. Yep. I was over in Hong Kong with a big chap." Yep, he was a goalkeeper over there for uh... who? John Bishop? No, Big Simo. He does rock up in these sort of celebrity Charities, charity yes. games. Doesn't he fancies he? himself as a player. Yeah. John Bishop. Oh, fancies himself as a player. Got yeah. to say, uh, Hugh still no goals in the featured mm. matches, and that's why we're talking about John Bishop. In case you hadn't noticed, yes. But uh, the tension, uh, your thought that Dundee United would. Come out the traps flying after their result against Rangers last weekend hasn't happened. Um, I really thought that Motherwell could take advantage of Dundee and their lack of mobility, uh, and uh, I think St Mirren should win at Livingston. But clearly they've been hampered by injury, and uh, it's all a bit of a stuttering start. Yeah, for it's, a, it's, the games. A, it's a decent game though. Den's pretty open end to end. Jason Cummings has had the best effort for Dundee. Liam Kelly saved it. Then Connor Shields, a shot from twenty yards, saved by Legsdens in the Dundee goal. So, on both sides giving that a bit of a go. Nice open game. We don't mind that at all. Gordon, you were talking this morning. Obviously, people playing in exhibitions. I was in, uh, invited to a five a sides. It was uh, they were supporting um, Southside against Suicide uh, this morning at uh, Commando Exfit. It was absolutely brilliant, Hugh. Yeah. Uh, a, a couple, a, a team from the East End of Glasgow tried to take on me and Big Kenny Brannigan and all, and <laughs> get put in a place, obviously. So, understandable. Send packing, boys. Understandable. <laughs> Keep up the good work, guys. They're doing great Can job. Can you imagine you getting out your bed on a Saturday morning to play football? I just can't. I, I can't believe you were a footballer, genuinely, because I, 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 I don't know. I just. Well, I, I will agree with you. I can never imagine me getting out my bed yeah. to go and play football. Absolutely no chance. <laughs> I, I don't I don't understand That's the difference Between you two A real enthusiasm For no, the no, game No 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 I, I can't I, Do you know I go by these Five a side um, Arenas all the time You stop You look in You've got ex-pros Running about The big bellies Hanging out Can hardly <laughs> run Breathing out, out, out their shorts The whale Whatever you want to call them <laughs> and, well. and then You know Try to relive their past It was your job you worked at it You're finished Move on what Find does, something else What does Get another hobby It's honestly, scandalous It is isn't it Why is that I, 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 I've still got the same waist As uh, secondary school So you know it's no, There's no belly here Dazzler You've got to go and enjoy yourself With the boys Three onions Nil Falkirk 2 Aidan Keena has doubled uh, The advantage Oh incidentally I see Falkirk's own media um, Crediting it to Callum Morrison again Have they Or they, maybe they're just A bit behind on Twitter I think it's yeah 2-0 Aidan Keena uh, Falkirk so Airdrie won't be too happy with that one a superb lobbed finish from Aidan Keena on the right hand side so he'll be delighted I'm sure we talk about the the goals of the weekend gone being shug pickers every Monday night you have yeah. to say that the Rangers goal last night the ball up to a rebuild a little flick mm-hmm. and then Kamara I thought it was a tremendous start to the weekend Dazzler yeah a good start for the Friday night what can the Saturday and Sunday mm. games deliver is there going to be any 
any competition. I, I hope they start delivering some goals. We're 32 minutes in. Yeah. And these cup ties, were t- we, we really built the cup ties up to be exciting next round. Plenty of action, plenty of goals. So far, we're now wondering, where's the first goal going to come from? We don't need goals, honestly. Yeah, we, do. we, want, do. we want them. We crave them, but we don't need them. We can just talk about everything. Ange Postacoglu, John Bishop, the best chant you've heard at a football game. Hugh yeah. Evans teaser question. Alex Ray's five asides. Anything else you've got? Scanning your bank card. Scanning your yes, bank card. Yes. Um, on the best shouts you've heard, I assume DJ wasn't there, but well, maybe it was. But he sent me the clip. It was down at Cambridge United, and the steward is a dead ringer for the big guy off the chase. What's his name again? The Beast Yeah the Beast That's the one um, So they're shouting They're chanting him He's got the chase In the morning Chase in the morning <laughs> And he's just a steward He's standing behind the goal And he's gutted And he just can't go anywhere And has to face them so. <laughs> Somebody shows us Absolutely sensational The sense of humour In Scottish football Is unrivaled Dan yes. has sent me one in Saying when when Mo Kamara was at Celtic A guy exclaimed He gets up and down That wing like a gazebo <laughs> <laughs> That's the kind of thing I come out with like, it, like one that's blown in the wind yes. I assume Right okay right, I see where that one's going Jeez. The imagination yeah, What right a character he was Mo Honestly I shared a room with him Honestly Every half hour He was up making my tea He was a great boy I loved him He's, he's just a very temperamental uh, Individual You're playing five a size with him Daz You know in, in, in training and things He'd be on your team And the next minute he want to fight you He was really <laughs> He probably right? Is somewhere on radio Describing you though like No that. I was never like that I, would, I consider him a good pal I went to his first wedding I'm up waiting for the invite To the second one <laughs> So but a great A great boy And so When you came up here What was the time Did that overlap no, I, as well Absolutely the, It was interesting Because when Do you remember Going back to the oh, Was it When Rangers were done At Kamalik I think you remember It went to the The dying uh, Seconds of the, the yeah, season yeah. I was walking about The the room And the boxer shorts And all that And I was on the phone To my father and he's going, Alex, you're crazy. He didn't quite grasp the Rangers Celtic thing. And uh, then when he came up to, to Scotland, he, he very much grasped it in the first couple of weeks when <laughs> these kind of shouts were coming after standing. Yeah, exactly. what, what part of the boxer shorts played this in this story? But just because that's what I was doing, Dad, as I'm describing, I'm trying to describe to the listeners. I was anxious. <laughs> I was walking up and down the room. It was, you know, People are having a lunch and they're getting the image of Alex Rangers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, lovely this. Oh, God. Oh, he was a great, honestly, he was a brilliant guy, man. Uh, right, where are we? We're about 35 minutes in So as the guys have advertised Still no goals in our featured League Cup matches um, We're getting some going in In the lower leagues and down south Yeah, Watford, that's a, that's a good uh, Kind of start for them as well Back in the Premiership Well run club, Watford Interested in Josh Doig By all accounts, weren't they? A few yes. weeks ago It looked like that could happen Now maybe Until Jack Ross lost his temper with it all And said, right Unless there's a bid He's back in our squad And Jack Ross played that Perfectly correctly um, I'm surprised they actually took him out Hugh Because unless there was a concrete bid but, uh, Why I would think, you? I think by all accounts the, A breakdown in communication Somewhere it, it seemed like there was Yeah, you know, it Certainly was the belief that it was going to yeah, happen you have to, get him in, you have to get him in playing You know what I mean Hugh Because yeah. he's such a good player uh, Brings a lot to the team uh, I, I see him play the other night as well you know. Do you think he'll still be at Hibs By the time the transfer window closes? Possibly yeah I do, do yeah. You? yeah well I think if it was going to happen As Gordon says Because with the greatest respect to, to Hibs I don't think four or five million pound You know that's Small potatoes can d- down south So you know You look at Southampton A 20 million pound It's quite the thing uh, that's a nice picture of you being sent in. Well, your boxers um, are. I mean, my boxers are absolutely not. It's a Mrs. Ray. She's at work today, and it's not. It's actually not one that I trust you to, to, to you particularly, Gordon, to react to. So I'll just read it and I'll keep your mic off, and, and that's fine. Um, Rach, 
Rach has been in touch And she says um, I was a sports therapist At a Rangers v England Select charity match In Fleetwood Yes You were playing Alex Yes yeah, Yes, I'm looking to know uh, yes. And I had to run on After call, our, our old pal Braveheart Colin Hendry got yeah. injured um, But the full crowd Were shouting We want physio Said we want physio What a beamer She says <laughs> And there were a nice picture Of Alex Ray on the pitch there Yeah brilliant uh, As well Right um, At Clyde SSB If you want to tweet in The best shouts You've ever heard At a football match in Scotland We're just celebrating The return of capacity crowds It has been a great week Hugh oh. I mean Rangers were up First, obviously, we had people on the phone. Uh, then, you know, Celtic followed last night. There was we had messages in saying, "I'm taking my son to his first ever yeah, Rangers really? game. I've been robbed of it in the last eighteen months." I thought the crowd last night. I don't know exactly how many people were, were at Rangers Dunfermline. It was They're a very healthy, 40, 000, yeah, a very healthy attendance. And tomorrow, I think mm. you can go all the way to Celtic Park and have sixty thousand people there for the. Cup tie I with make, hearts I make no apology I've always been on the fan side For me And for this show They will always be the most important But Interesting even the other night For David Turnbull right? If you think of the impact on the, You forget Some players have moved to clubs Absolutely. And haven't played in front of their fans yet oh. So he, he was You know Celtic's best player last season But only in front of empty stands So the other night when he scores All of a sudden It's, you know, it's a full house And there'll be loads like that You know across You know who signed last season And have never actually played in front of Big crowd so far Yeah like You have to say I Listen Daz often talks just about a job But as you're growing up as a kid That's what you want to do You want to play in front of the biggest crowds possible You know the atmosphere The pressure it comes with It's a whole package for me And, and you're absolutely right It's It must be brilliant for these boys Particularly for Full House He's Turnbull 60,000 fans Can I acknowledge in his goal And we've got uh, Hearts tomorrow Followed by EZ Alkmaar At Celtic Park Followed by St Mirren At Celtic Park So there's a real chance for Celtic to build momentum uh, on top of the, the six goals against Dundee and the, the performance uh, against Jablonech midweek um, again I've rarely known a man to come in suffer as Postacoglu has done by going out to Mitchelland in the Champions League and then losing to Hearts at Tynecastle and within the space of two weeks the whole complexion has changed three games 13 goals and fans just can't get enough of them. Uh, plenty of time for things to change the other <laughs> yeah. way. That's that's how we operate. If you're down about your team this week, don't worry. You might be. That's always next yeah, week. And then yeah. and vice versa. Going to be a, a long old season, and, and I say that in a good way. There's going to be a lots of lots of twists and turns, I'm sure. And it'll be interesting to see how things pan out. Still no goals in our featured matches, but that's fine. I'm sure they're great. I'm def- I'm still enthusiastic about Do you the think new we're season. We're going to get to half I'll be time. Talking everything up. Three reports. Yeah. Nil nil. I think so. Yeah, yeah. very possibly. That's no. all right though. So I'm going to say a goal. goal. Yeah, I'm going for a goal, Daz. I'll tell you why. Concentration before half time. How many go- how many teams concede? Yes. Okay, I like this on the shouts The best shouts you've heard Dylan McLeod says I was at Ibrox Broomland Rear A guy a few rows behind me Shouted at Jeremy Clement Remember him? Yes, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. To shoot from 30 yards He's giving it the old shoot You know the big long shoot yes. shout He says the ball just about hit the corner flag He then shouted I was only kidding <laughs> <laughs> I quite like that There's one coming in Gordon Middlesbrough's just taking the lead by our mm. old pal Eat Piezu yeah, it's funny because when he was up here, you always said to me, oh, Gordon, he's brilliant. He'll go on and play at a higher level. <laughs> I fancy him to score in the did English you, Championship. Did you not Hopeless. fancy him at all? Absolutely. I actually Hopeless. thought Apparently he was not. Okay. He's got a big move to Middlesbrough he this summer and he's scored this afternoon. There's a question for you. Because we always like to quantify this by goals last year. How many goals did he get last year? Ah, probably about six or something. Six goals as, and they were probably as a penalties. centre forward. Yeah, but it's what he brings to the team but, nowadays. But, but, oh, he's a centre forward. It doesn't matter. It's all about team play. 
Does it not actually say more to, Because I know that The English Championship gets lauded And you know, some of it's good yep. and Does it not also tell you though What it takes to be successful in that league There is room for As long as you're physical You, you can actually carve out a, a, a decent career For I yourself in the English Championship It depends on your manager And Neil Warnock's a very You know He, he just gets He's old school Hold on Goal flashes With AspireGlasgow.com You did say we'd get a goal before the yes. break Where is it though? It's at Livingston Livingston 1 St Mirren 0 And it's Alan Forrest A good goal scoring week For the Forrest brothers James did so The other night And now Alan Has got in on the act Livingston 1 St Mirren 0 Well you said it Alec uh, Teams teams do switch off Just before half time Um, That's a very important goal uh, Because that will be A very tight game there Oh huge chance For Motherwell Gordon Connor Shields Has hit the bar One on one with the keeper Should have scored Back off the woodwork Alan Forrest made no mistake though. Great run by Scott Pittman He fed it to Forrest Cuts inside And finds the bottom corner I've got a sneaky for Livingston this afternoon I did take them Naka um, I just think it's a difficult place to go They've not had the greatest start They were a little bit unlucky against Aberdeen Lost a, a late goal um, I think goal Yeah exactly But The one thing you know About Martindale's team Is they fight to the end They're well organised The pitch isn't the greatest I just think that's still a difficult venue to go and, and win the cup game. And I fancy Livingston will be in the draw. Yeah, I went for Livy as well. And uh, it's, it's a perfect time to score. Mm-hmm. You know, teams tend to, to switch off, concentration getting Who'd towards the break. Did you go for Hugh? I went for <laughs> St. Mirren. And Is I would just shot? remind you the game's only halfway through. Clover 2 0 up on his fife, Mitch Meganson. Some big goals going in down south. Pulisic has put Chelsea 2 0 up. On Crystal Palace And Watford too Aston Villa nil. I'm a bit gutted about that John McGinn Did you see the news this morning Vice captain of Aston Villa ah, He's been him. named Tyrone Mings a captain um, I did tell you I always view the English football Through Scottish perspective Scottish perspective That's the It's the fairest way to do it On this mm. show That's what we're all about MK Dons nil. Sunderland won Alex yes. Ray's former team Ross Stewart Former Ross County striker He's scored in yeah. that place You always about them How are they doing Sunderland this? Are they yeah, looking okay. they, No they won 2-0 last week I think um, Mal Powell um, Could this be their season McGeady scored a penalty last week And uh, yeah I, I think it can be But they can't They can't afford to go in League 1 well, I think That's what I was going to say 30 uh, odd thousand last week at the game. Can, can they afford for this Not to be their season That's exactly right Gordon and how, fa- many, I, how many I, times do you want I fancy them this year the, the manager has had a bit of time there The boy Johnson Gives him an opportunity To bounce up uh, So listen I hope they really do Because see for them To get in the championship Maybe looking about 40 odd thousand per week Massive club Right here I think we should round this off Just mm. before the Half time interval Are you ready? Yep. The first half teaser With Sunday's Scottish Sun Free goals pull out Plus Davy Province Frank and Fearless Column Since season 2008-2009 Seven Australians have been In the starting 11 For a Scottish Cup Or a League Cup final They are Martin Boyle Yes Tommy Rogic Yes Ryan Edwards Ryan McGowan Jackson Irvin Dylan McGowan And Scott McDonald There we go That is your list Kieran Conlon Well done to you Kieran Third place on the first half teaser I need your Mikey Was the second fastest But no one And I mean no one Was as quick as this man The Ryan McGinley He was straight out the blocks And um, the stewards inquired Producer Callum Sticking to his guns Listen to this He says 
Andy Rose had a British and an American passport, not an Australian one. There you are. Oh, so you know what I like about that? He's, he's, he's backed up. Decisive. I mean, he was action. born in Melbourne, but yeah. Okay. So it goes with their passport. Oh, Hello. Just, just depends. There we go. Did you got that wrong then? Huh? Yeah, 100%. No, no, I, I trust him. I think there's a good deal of research gone into that. So well done on the first half teaser. Thank you for taking part. Well done to the three guys. We'll have a Who Am I in the second half. Oh, I like the look of this. I like the look of this, who am I? Yeah, we'll do that after half time. Very good. I'm going to take my passport to that shop and scan it. <laughs> you know, I realised the other day that mine expired last year. Begin, you're not going away. You're not, I had absolutely no thought of leaving the country for the last 18 months. So I didn't realise it expired way last year. Yeah. I'm going to sort that out. It's always annoying when one of your personal documents expires, Gordon DL, isn't it? And you have to, to remedy it. Yeah, but you I remember this. What was it? He's, he's, spect- he's spectacularly ended up with two driving licences he thought, he thought it was expired And it hasn't And so he applied for another one And, some, and somehow got it <laughs> But also paid way more than you're meant to I think it's like 15 quid He, went on, he, he, went, on the, he went on the wrong website Paid 60 Thought it was a scam I'm, I had to sit and listen to this in the car the other day He's on the phone to the bank Cancel the transaction I've been scammed he's saying um, But it turns out that yeah, they, they, he's, he's now got two driving licences yeah. And they're, one, bo- they're both valid Tell what? me is that possible I don't know One expires <clears throat> in 2029 Another one expires in 2031 32 So you weren't that far out Just eight One come flying through the post today <laughs> Ali, oh, I, 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 I panicked. Somebody oh, told sick. me about it. I looked at it and it says 2019, but I I didn't realise I'd actually renewed it. Sometimes you, I, I'm like, th- we probably don't do him justice. People might think that we, you know it's all a big act and we sort of embellish it. There yeah. is nobody like him. I I fully no, believe that. No, yeah, as I say, a man who's lived a life but can't remember it. But I know that my passport is still in working order Because when uh, I received it My wife said to me Who do you think will go first? You or the passport? (laughs) (laughs) I know who I'm on Oh my goodness Well do you know what? He's got two driving licences and you've got none None, So maybe you can borrow uh, one of his Right, half-time Dundee Motherwell Fraser, save us (laughs) Half-time here Dundee nil, Motherwell nil, no goals, but a really good game to watch. It's been all action, both teams going for it from the kickoff and chances at both ends. Dundee probably just shaded it in terms of the better of the game, but the best chance fell to Connor Shields and Motherwell hit the bar when he really should have scored. Motherwell actually took the game from the kickoff, and uh, Willery was really prominent with his direct running, testing the Dundee defence. Then followed a spell of Dundee pressure, series of corners. Motherwell couldn't get out of their own half for about five minutes, defended really well, but there was no real chances until about the 19th minute. Paul McMullen with a flick on from a goal kick and Jason Cummings rolled Ricky Lamine to the edge of the box his low right foot shot was well saved by Kelly low to his right hand side then McMullen was again the provider set uh, Christy Elliott free on the right hand side again a low shot across the goalkeeper good save by Kelly Mullen's first chance came in 23 minutes Connor Shields cut inside from the left fierce shot from 20 yards straight at the goalkeeper Charlie Adam then inches wide a 20 yard volley as open game swung end to end and then debutant Yuhani Ojala saw his flicked header from Motherwell just float over the bar from a Liam Donnelly cross. Been very competitive, a few feisty challenges. Adam and Lawless were spoken to by Kevin Clancy. Liam Donnelly had a bit of a naughty tackle. He was booked for a late charge challenge on Christy Elliott. But then in the 38th minute, the best chance of the game. Lee Ashcroft, the Dundee centre half, he dallied on the ball. He took his time. He was robbed by Stephen.
Brendan Lawless just inside his own half. It was two versus one against Liam Fontaine between Lawless and Shields. Lawless set Shields up perfectly. The winger did everything right. He took a touch. He set himself 12 yards out, but he hit the bar rather than score and open up the scoring in this game. More of the same would be good in the second half. Just a couple of goals added to the mix and it would just be just about a perfect game. Really good game here. Half-time at Dens, Dundee nil, Motherwell nil. OK, what about the other All-Premiership tie this afternoon? Livingston against St Mirren. David Friel has been watching that one. Half-time at the Tony Macaroni and it's Livy 1, St Mirren 0. We say that it'd be tight, we say that it'd be hard fought. It's been all of that and more, but Alan Forrest's goal has put Livy ahead in this last 16 clash. The home side probably started better than the West Lothian son. Scott Pittman had the first effort in five minutes, but Jack Allen saved from 18 yards. Odin Bailey has looked pretty lively in his debut and he created space at the edge of the box and curled a shot in she's wide. St Mirren didn't show much in the final third. But Greg Kelly had a great chance in 21 minutes to put them ahead. He pounced on Scott Tanzer's cross, but Max Stryak made a brilliant save to keep out his 10-yard shot. The ball then came back to him in Brophy, and once again the Levy keeper made the stop. St Mirren suffered a blow when Charles Dunn lipped off, which looked like a mus- muscle injury. Conor McCarthy came on to replace him, and their defence was all over the place as Levy cut them open for Forrest's goal in 41 minutes. Pittman did the work with a turning pass to put Forrest free down the left. He cut inside and found the bottom corner from about 10 yards. Incredibly, almost from the restart, Eamon Brophy then had a chance to level it, but Max Stryak, the villain against Aberdeen last week, made another top save. Half-time at Tony Macaroni, Levy 1, St Mirren 0. So, Livy in front in that one is goalless in the other All-Premiership tie between Dundee and Motherwell. We, I tell you what, I'll give you the story from Air United, Dundee United next. Scottish football's league leader. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard. One remaining half-time report to give you comes from Air United against Dundee United and Andrew McLean has been watching. Air United nil, Dundee United nil, the half-time score at Somerset Park. Far from a classic here, neither team have really got going a real lack of quality out there so far as well. Dundee United did test Aidan McAdams three minutes in though, Adrian Spoiler cut in uh, around 25 yards out. A powerful strike that was saved around 20 minutes in. Air won the ball back in the Dundee United half. James Maxwell broke into the box, his left-footed shot grazed the side netting. Then it was a good opportunity for them half an hour in to Jordan Houston with a great ball over the top to Tommy Adeloy. He chested it down and fired a low shot just wide. Dundee United then had a nice passing move around 38 minutes in. Nicky Clark and Peter Pollock linking up to get into the box. Pollock with a shot in the end that was smothered by Aidan McAdams. Dundee United ending the half at Brighter but neither side have really shown too much quality and there's not been too much in it so far. The half-time score at Somerset Park is here. United nil, Dundee United nil. So the half-time scores in the Scottish League Cup. You've just heard from Andrew. Air nil, Dundee United nil, Dundee nil, Motherwell nil and Livingston one, St Mirren nil. In Scottish League one, it's Airdrie nil, Falkirk two, Clyde nil, Alloway nil, Cove Rangers two, East Fife nil, Montrose nil, Peterhead nil and Queen's Park one, Dumbarton nil. In Scottish League two, just uh, Annan 2, Stirling Albion 0, Elgin City 2, Albion Rovers 0 and Forford Athletic 2, Kelty Hearts 1. The English Premier League did return today so I'll give you some of the scores from that one. The full-time result from earlier, Man United 5, Leeds 1, Burnley 1, Brighton 0 at half-time, Chelsea 2, Crystal Palace 0, Everton 0, Southampton 1, Leicester 1, Wolves 0, Watford 2, Aston Villa 0 and of course Norwich against Liverpool is a 5.30 kick-off. The second halves are coming up next. The team with the biggest support in Glasgow and the West. This is Clyde One Super Scoreboard.